0: Professor Sir John Curtis is Professor of Politics at Strathclyde University, uh, knows a thing or two about how uh, voters uh, change their mind. And Jill Rutter, Senior Research Fellow at UK in a changing Europe and a former civil servant. Good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, Sir John, what difference is it making? Is it cutting through? Are are the, you know, is it going to make a difference? Well, not just to uh, Geoffrey Cox, but also to the Conservatives.
1: It looks as though it's certainly done so in the short term at least. We've now had four opinion polls done by companies that where well, all the fieldwork was done after this story first broke, what, this time last week, and where in each case the company had also polled the previous week. So this is as pretty close as we get to, as it were, before event, post-event, so we can pretty much be clear that any movement probably has something to do with the event. Now... Three of those four polls show support for the Conservatives down by three points. The other suggests it's down by two. And three of the four polls suggest that Labour are marginally up a bit. Now, of course, any one of those individual polls, I would immediately say to you, if that's all the evidence you've got, is, well, that just could be the random variation of polls. But when we've got four polls all showing more or less the same movement in the same direction it's very difficult to avoid the conclusion that this indeed, for the time being at least, has cost the Conservatives some support. And because support for the Conservatives has been falling in recent weeks anyway, partly because of the the various shortages, partly because of an adverse reaction to the government's tax increases, that does mean that the polls now suggest the Conservative lead is down to no more than a point or so which puts them now in about as weak a position as they have been for the last 12 months or so.
0: Okay. Well, let me bring in Jill Rutter. Uh, Jill Rutter, on this question of second jobs, because this story has morphed and changed, is there anything wrong with them as far as governing is concerned, at least as wrong with them in principle?
2: As far as governing is concerned, we do actually employ a bunch of the people with second jobs because... Uh, we expect people to double hat as MPs and ministers. Some other mm. systems say you stand down from Parliament if you're made a minister and that's your full-time job, whereas we do expect a minister to be able to do a very full-time role as a minister and remain their constituency MP, look after work, the sort of things that Geoffrey Cox is saying, he might very well say. Well, actually, when I was Attorney General, I was more occupied than I was when I was doing this case. But I think... Uh, There's always been this sort of rather queasiness about some of the things that MPs do uh, when they're on the back benches on the side. We saw that last week with Owen Paterson's consultancies. We've seen it this week, where I think the sort of uh, the Geoffrey Cox case is interesting because of the amounts of money are so eye watering, and also because when Parliament was sitting, normally you'd expect him to be a presence in the chamber for some of those votes. But he was in the Caribbean, as far as we can see, uh, mm. using the benefit of hybrid working, the virtual parliament and proxy voting. Do you, so, can yeah. you,
0: Do you have any feeling as to whether the current crop of MPs are any better or worse than previous MPs as far as second jobs are concerned?
2: No, I think it's much the same. I haven't got any sort of research on that, John might know. But uh, it's always been a thing. And we've always had this sort of conflict that quite a lot of MPs, particularly those who come in from high-earning occupations, would look at their MP salary, which to, you know, average voter looks pretty high, uh, but say, you can't expect me to get by on this and I will will use my experience, my talents to uh, maintain my income uh, or I will use my um, political wisdom uh, to sell my consultancy services, as own passenger, did in Dung Smith, some of the other people who've been named. And lawyers, of course, um, traditionally, we've always had people, I think, who've been practicing barristers. And yeah. we saw actually that Keir Sturmer was doing a bit of legal work as well. Other professionals, people were mentioning like doctors and nurses. So, Uh, It's always been an awkward position, I think, on this.
0: Mm. But, Professor Curtis, I noticed what you're saying. Although the polls have shifted, it's still the Conservatives in the lead.
1: Indeed. Um, And I think while the Labour Party has scored on the Owen Paterson affair in a way that the arguments about the Prime Minister's various holidays or the wallpaper for 10 Downing Street didn't cut through, uh, this one certainly has done. Now, I think, you know, not surprising because the truth is, you know, two-thirds of the public think that MPs shouldn't be having second jobs, and certainly the polling suggests that people think that Owen Partisan should have been suspended, and the government was wrong to try to reverse it, and that even a majority of Conservative voters were of that view. But I think the opposition just, just needs to be aware that effective opposition doesn't just simply lie on criticising the government, albeit on this occasion it may have proven to be effective. To be really effective, you've then got to be able to say to the electorate, well, this is what we would do in order to ensure that things are better. But one of the characteristics of... The Labour Party on secure Starmer has been an extraordinary reluctance to often tell us what it might do as an alternative. And right. that still seems to be true on this issue. But certainly sure. one has to think much more widely. The Labour Party, for example, is still behind the government on how you're going to manage the economy. Till it can begin, to, begin right. to, to lead on issues like that, it's always going to be struggling somewhat. Professor John Curtis, Jill Rutter, thank you both very much.